welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving, goal oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 251, How to Stop Overdrinking 2.0. Welcome to the podcast. This week I'm sharing a class that I taught called How to Stop Over Drinking. I've recently added some important information into this class. So you may have heard this recording or this class in the past, but it's definitely going to reinforce what I teach and how I coach women to stop over drinking and give you real tips and um, tactical advice that you can apply right away to reduce how much you're drinking. So don't skip over this if you think you've heard this before. This is an updated version of my class, How to Stop Over Drinking. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to How to Stop Over Drinking Masterclass. I'm so excited that you are here today. So I just wanted to give you a brief history. I think we did talk about this quite a bit during the master class or the Wine Free Work Week Challenge. And if you're in a live AF, you definitely know it. But in case it's the first time you've been here live, um, my drinking story could be very similar to yours. I was actually married in a vineyard in Sonoma County, California, Bartholomew Park Winery, which I think got burned um, in the two, like those fires that happened like five or six years ago. And my husband and I had a very strong drinking relationship. We met in college. Um, we partied in college. And then, you know, that fast forward until when we got married when I was 30 and we would go to Vegas. That picture of me in the bottom left is a picture of me in Vegas after we had our first baby, just trying to get away and like find ourselves again. And the focus was very much on the fancy drinks and partying and trying to be free and adult. And, you know, I overdrink a lot. I also struggled with my weight for my entire life. You know, I was put on a diet when I was eight years old. And so I was constantly dieting, constantly trying to lose weight, constantly gaining weight, trying to get rid of the weight. And then alcohol was also in that mix as I got older. And I used it for all the things to be happy, to have fun, to celebrate, to be social. And then to like this picture represents here in the middle to ungrouch myself. That was a social media post that I put on January 16th, 2015 with my grouch pajamas and my glass of wine. So this is me displaying like I must have had a bad day. I do remember this a bad day at work. And I'm just like, I need to relax. I need to soften the anger that I'm probably feeling in my in myself and have some wine. So, you know, I just want to paint a picture that I too was like you. And by using the same tools I've been teaching you over this past week or so, I was able to undo all of that. And I also was the ringleader amongst my friends. I was the alcohol pusher. So I was the one that was doing the peer pressuring and like, come on one more. And what? you're not drinking, who cares? All of that stuff. I did that. So I understand that person very well. And then I thought people who didn't drink were boring. I really did believe that. And so the idea of me not drinking was like, what? Like it didn't, like, I thought that that was real because I grew up like that. My parents both, um, would you, you would consider as like a classic alcoholics. That was the belief system that I grew up in. And so I, I carried that with me into my adult life 
until I turned 40. And then I decided to, you know, figure my shit out basically. And I found life coaching and have not looked back. So this is what my current story, my highlight reel is, you know, morning sunrises, um, world traveling. This is me on a camel in Morocco. This is me with my friend Anna in Alaska hiking on glaciers. I have way more adventure, way more interesting stories. I put myself in more challenging situations. I have way more fun. I make more money. I'm so much more happier and freer. I, my relationships have improved. And I have now created this business to help other women do the same thing. So that's it. That's me. And I think you, you know, I've shared a lot of my other stories, but I just want you to know that if I can do it, so can you. Okay. So how to stop overdrinking masterclass. We're going to get into why we overdrink and why it's hard to stop. I'm going to give you those tips, which I've been telling you all during Wine Free Work Week. We're, we're going to pull it all together. And this is going to make so much more sense for you now, since you just went through this week. Um, and then I'm going to tell you more about joining the Alive AF coaching program in my Alive AF um, support kit box. And then I'm going to answer all of your questions. Okay. Coach Steph is here in the chat in case you didn't attend anything last week. Um, coach Steph works for me part-time as a certified stop over drinking coach. She was also just like you and struggled with her over drinking. She applied exactly what I'm teaching you guys here and changed her relationship with alcohol by about 90%. And now she works for me part-time. So like, it's amazing. And she's here in the chat to support you. I'm going to be focusing on teaching right now. If there's questions and things, um, we will keep track of those and try to get to as many questions at the end. Um, and then Coach Chef can support you in the chat as we're going along. Okay. So again, close your Facebooks, turn your phones over, put your phone on silent, and let's dig into this. Okay. So before we get into it, one more thing, this is not a recovery program. If you need alcohol to function or to get through the day, this isn't the program for you. And if you feel you need medical supervision while cutting back, or if you're like, I drink so much that I worry about withdrawals and that could be dangerous for me. This is not for you. You need to go talk to your doctor, get that kind of support, get off alcohol, and then come back and work with me. Okay. Okay, so is this you if you feel like a failure when it comes to controlling how much you drink? If you feel frustrated when you start things and don't finish them, like drinking less or losing weight, you read books, listen to podcasts, try taking breaks from alcohol, but it never lasts. What ideas on what to do? Like you want ideas on what to do instead of drink. You might be able to take a couple days off of drinking or maybe even longer breaks, but you keep falling back into the same cycle. And you're probably scared of changing a relationship with alcohol because your identity is so wrapped up in it and all of your family and friends drink too. So if you feel like you resonate with a few of these, you're in the right place. Okay. So I'd like to know in the chat what your drinking story is. So what is your current relationship with alcohol? So before Wine Free Work Week, or if it's even if you just found me in the in the you know last month, what is typically what your relationship with alcohol look like? Like, how do you use it? What happens? If you want to just type a few sentences in the chat so I can make sure that I'm covering everything during this class and address where you guys are specifically, that would be great. Yep, it's my release, it's my peace. Daily escape, wind down at the end of the day. Drinking a bottle pretty much every night. Wait all day for five o'clock. Nightly wine after getting home from work. Stressing after a long day at work, want to get away from it all, daily escape. Wine lovers, hi, Laura, yep, quiet your mind. When you're bored or lonely, usually over drink. Mm -hmm. 
It's wrapped up in your work, hotel planner, partner in both drink after work to distress, become a habit in retirement, stress reliever, have cut back, but still have issues. My reward, relaxation, avoiding difficult situations. So we're going to talk about this habit thing in a minute, but I want to just highlight that it wasn't always a habit. So for those of you that think that, that's fine for now, but I want you to think back before it was a habit. How did you start using alcohol? A lot of times people have like a big life-changing event. Somebody might die. There might be a job change, a big move. Kids might leave the house. There could be a divorce. There could be an illness, um, maybe aging parent issues, something like that, that may, you may like you notice an uptick in your drinking or drinking to kind of like deal with it. And then now it's become more of a habit, even if that, if you're not currently in that situation. Okay. COVID. Yes. Mom passed. Yep. COVID. We moved. It was so grateful. And I was so grateful. So it was a reward. Yep. COVID parent death, job change in COVID. Yes. Divorce. Yeah. So I just think it's important to recognize it always wasn't a habit. Okay, so that we we it's really important for you to kind of understand where this all started. And now we're going to get into why we overdrink. But I just wanted to um, get a kind of pulse on where you guys were. So keep continuing to share. And I'll check back with the chat. And Coach Chef has you in the chat as well. So now I'm going to tell you why we overdrink and why it's hard to stop. And then I'm going to get into the tips. And then we're going to talk about the Alive AF programs. Okay. So the problem with the overdrinking is... We are seeking to feel an emotion that we currently don't feel in the moment that we want to drink. So a lot of you guys in the chat just shared that you do it at the end of the day to relax, to unwind, right? That's usually because you're not feeling relaxed at the end of the day. You want to feel relaxed, okay? So we're seeking that relaxation to unwind, to de-stress, to take the edge off of our anxiety, to feel joy or to amplify good time feelings. Like we want to go out and, and we're celebrating something. we got to win at work or, you know, sometimes we're celebrating not drinking after wine-free work week and we're like, yes. And then we want to go celebrate that, right? So it's not just about the bad feelings. It's about the good feelings too. And we want to amplify that. So we unconsciously believe that alcohol is the answer to feel something we currently don't feel or want to feel more of. The other reasons why it's hard, it's hard. So like, that's why we're over drinking. And then once we introduce alcohol, I'm going to back up to this side. Once we introduce alcohol to our feelings, right. And we're making decisions in the day that we have these feelings to drink. We train our brain to seek out alcohol the next time we feel that way, or if it's a similar feeling, right. So say we're bored at the end of the day. And we don't like that, right? That's a sort of like an uncomfortable feeling. The next time we're in another uncomfortable feeling, say we're pissed off about something, right? Or angry. We're like, ooh, glass of wine might be nice. And then we start doing that more frequently. And then we're training our brain every time we feel uncomfortable that that's the easiest way to get relief is because it doesn't take a lot of work, right? We can just get immediate relief and take the edge off of those feelings when we have a glass of wine or our, our drink of choice, Right. Instead of being with those feelings and working on it, that takes more time, more energy, more focus, right? We have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Our brain doesn't like that. Our brain is programmed to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and save energy, right? So when you introduce alcohol to that motivational triad is what it's called, 
it trains your brain to keep seeking that whenever you have those feelings that we're not really willing to be with. Does that make sense to everybody? Let me know if you have any questions about that. So there's nothing wrong with you. This is how our brain is programmed. We are literally programmed to get addicted to things to for our survival. So I don't want you guys to think you're broken or you're not fixed. It's just you have this human programming, this, this system, the motivational triad. And the way to undo it is to do what I'm telling you guys, what I taught you in Wine Free Work Week and before. Be with your feelings. Don't let your feelings drive your actions. Tell yourself in a more higher functional way. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Those kind of things. I'm going to get into the tips here in a second. But I don't want you to think that like you're special and broken (laughs) because you're not. Your brain, you're just a human who has this programming and we can absolutely undo it. It's a learned behavior and we can unlearn this behavior too, okay? It's the motivational triad. So it's seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and saving energy. Seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and saving energy. And so that's why we overdrink, okay? And then why is it so hard to cut back is a lot of it has to do with our culture, right? Our culture and our society and our programming from our culture and our society, our family, our friends, media, all of that, that the inputs that come into ourselves in so many ways tell us that we should be able to drink alcohol. It's everywhere. It's in every movie that we watch, every series on Netflix. It's in our social media feeds. It's driving down the highway on billboards. It's in restaurants. It's in gas stations. It's in a fucking yoga class, right? Like, It's everywhere, all these inputs, all these images coming in, telling us we're we're sexier, we're more glamorized, we're cooler, we're more fun if we drink alcohol. And if you're somebody who's struggling with drinking alcohol, we see all this sort of unconsciously and we think there's something wrong with us that that um, we should be ashamed if we if we have a problem with alcohol, alcohol, because we see all these people not having problems with it, right? We see it's everywhere. And so it makes it hard to change when you're up against that culture in our society, right? Because we don't want to be different. We don't want to be like, hold up, you know, like I'm struggling here. And there's a lot of shame associated with it, okay? Also, it's hard to cut back with not having the right support with people who get it. It's hard to rely on your family and friends to do this unless they're also working on it. So when you're not surrounded by people who understand and aren't judging you or have an agenda for what this looks like, it can be very difficult. Um, And then there's lack of ideas and creativity about what to do instead, because we're just wrapped up in our own identity and our old habits about how we do our lives. And we forget that we (laughs) can be creative here in situations when we're in that struggle. And then oftentimes we don't fix the underlying reasons to why we are drinking. Instead, we just try breaks, fasts, and abstinence at certain times or occasions, but we're not really getting to the root of why we're over drinking. And then probably the most, the biggest thing that makes it hard for people to cut back is that we have a lack of belief in ourselves. We've tried this many times before and we've maybe failed and we have really broken that trust with ourselves. So our belief in ourselves and our confidence in ourselves is really, really low. 
And so we're not really sometimes willing to like go for it again because we don't want to fail because we failed so many times in ourselves. So that's probably the biggest one that makes it so hard to cut back. So I just want to offer you that that can be there. You cannot believe in yourself right now, but just take baby steps and you can get back there um, with focusing more on what is ahead of you to try versus focusing on what has happened in your past. Okay, so now I'm going to give you some tips. All right. So this is the juice of the how to stop over drinking, which is going to collect all of the things that we talked about last week. All right. So I just want to preface this with some inspiration. Okay. This was some, something that somebody wrote in after working with me. Today was tough. I just opened a bottle of wine to pour an unplanned glass because I thought it doesn't matter. I deserve this. And then I stopped myself, paused and thought, nope, I deserve to honor my commitments. I recorked, poured water and walked away. I don't think I've ever uncorked a bottle of wine and not poured and consumed a glass excited about this. So I just want to illustrate that you can do this, even though if you've never done it before, you absolutely can by getting aware, okay, and com- being committed to figuring it out. The The overarching thing about what I teach is intentional versus unintentional. So I want you to be intentional. Write that down, everybody. Be intentional. Okay. Put it on a sticky note on your computer. Save it as your phone screen. Something to remember to be intentional. So intentional around alcohol is you're making conscious and deliberate decisions around alcohol based on the relationship you want to have with it. Okay. This is not making same day decisions. This is thinking ahead about who you want to be with alcohol ahead of time. You think ahead around social functions, dinners, weekends, vacations, and are mindful and thoughtful about what you want to do ahead of time. And you make a plan that is being intentional. Okay. Versus where you probably have been, if you haven't been doing this work for very long is very unintentional. So you're making decisions around alcohol that are in response to how you feel or how you want to feel to feel relaxed, to take the edge off, to quiet your mind because you deserve it to not be boring, right? So you're making these in the moment decisions to drink usually because of how your day went or when you are doing socially, doing something socially or something went wrong or something unexpected happens in your day. Can you guys see the difference intentional versus unintentional? We don't want to drink from this unintentional place. We can learn to have a better relationship with alcohol by being intentional, whether that's if you're planning drinks or planning zero drinks. So this is with an example of what it looks like with intention. So this is somebody who is in a live AF. Before a live AF, I drank 72 to 96 glasses of wine a month. This was three to four over drinks a week, not to mention about $225 spent on alcohol each week. I've learned how to sit with myself, do an evaluation, and be kind and forgiving of myself. The beating myself up and self-hatred has was just as damaging to my mental health as the drinking. My present numbers are 12 drinks a month. I think it's about a 70% reduction. Woohoo! I want you guys all to do the math. Okay? So what were you drinking before last week on a regular basis? How many glasses of wine or drinks a month are you consuming? So how many a day, how many a week, and then multiply that times four. That's how many you're going to get per month. And then how much you're spending a week or a month on alcohol. 
you have to do that math. Don't be scared to look at it. Remember, we have to be aware. We need to be aware of where we're starting from. And then we can measure our progress. It's amazing to have this kind of reflection, right? So do the math on how much you're spending. A lot of times we just don't realize it because we throw the wine in with the groceries or whatever it is or out to dinner, right? But do the math and see what you're spending and how much you're consuming, okay? You'll want to have that information. So like when you start reducing, you can reflect back on it and see how far you've come. That's part of this work is recognizing your wins and acknowledging and celebrating yourself along the way. Okay, so urges. This is one of the biggest tips. Okay, so we're going to be intentional. And now we're going to learn how to allow our urges. Okay, so you want to anticipate having urges at the time you normally drink and welcome your urges. You don't want to fight them. You don't want to say resist or fight. I'm resisting the urge. I'm fighting the urge. The urge is just there to get you to do something because you've done it before on repeat, right? So it's urging you. It's like this desire that you feel to take, get you to take action. It's absolutely normal. You should be having urges if you're changing your behavior, your human behavior around alcohol. Okay. So when you notice yourself having an urge, you want to open up and locate how it feels in your body. I love this visual picture of this woman sitting here, like we're touching our body. Can you see her breath coming out? We're focusing on our breath and we're breathing in to the area that you feel that tension, that tightness, that grip, that want for the drink. Okay. You want to stop thinking and you want to focus on your body and your breath. Right. You want to get into your body. So if anybody who's done yoga or if you're an exerciser of any kind, you know how to do that. Right. You know how to focus and focus your breath on the area in your body in which it needs to be focused on. So that's how you do it. So allow. So when you're like, oh, I'm noticing I really want to have a drink right now. OK, I'm having an urge. Well, my mouth is watering. And while you're breathing, you're, you notice like my, my shoulders up here, they're coming down now. You're relaxing. Using your breath to really relax into it. Allow space for that urge to be present. Fighting and resisting is like, no, I said I wasn't going to drink. And you're all up in your head. And you're clenching and you're battling with yourself. Okay? You don't want to do that. If you do that, just notice like, oh, I'm supposed to be into my body right now. Relax and allow, relax and allow. You will have so much more sustainable energy if you do it that way versus the resisting and the white knuckling. That takes an immense amount of energy. And sometimes that we, we get depleted on that energy and we end up drinking and then we just make that cycle worse. So this is, so I want to back up here one second. The benefit of this is when you allow your desire and your urges to be present your brain won't keep delivering you the suggestion to drink because there's no reward on the other side of it. Okay. So that motivational triad, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, saving energy, saving energy. If there's no reward on the other side of it, your brain isn't going to want to give you the output of this energetic urge because there's no reward on the other side. So it's going to go motivate you to go do something else. So your desire will go down. And when your desire for alcohol goes down, it's easy to not overdrink. If you don't have a big, strong desire for it, you just don't drink that much, okay, or at all. 
So that's why you want to allow your urges and you're not fighting them. You're not ignoring them. You're not running and eating. You're not watching TV. You're not keeping yourself so busy that you don't have to deal with this. You want to deal with this. Okay. So that you, your desire for the alcohol goes down. Let me know if you have any questions about that. This is me after I worked on my urges a lot on my 40th birthday, dancing with my friends at a club in Chicago, and I'm drinking club soda. I did not care. I did not want alcohol because I did that work previously. So we talked about urges, allowing versus resisting, right? To reduce your desire. The next tip is planning your drinks at least 24 hours in advance. So planning engages that higher part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, and you want to engage that higher part of your brain because it always has your best interests at heart. That part of your brain is the part of your brain that like looks towards the future, can strategize, think ahead, observe your thinking, that kind of thing. It's your higher human brain. And when you engage that part of your brain, it is more way more powerful than that primitive type of your brain. So planning engages that higher part of you. And when you plan, you aren't in response to that primitive brain that's always seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and looking to expend the least amount of effort as possible, okay? You're engaged with that higher part of the brain that has your goals and your your intentions, right, in mind. So no matter what, you don't drink unless you've planned 24 hours in advance. Now, that, that last statement holds a lot of weight for me. I really, really don't recommend you do that especially as you're learning to undo this behavior right now. Okay. So even for me, somebody who hasn't drank in over five years, I still hold on to that rule because it saves me from making bad decisions. Okay. So even if my brain suggests I should have a drink or something very rarely, it doesn't happen very often. That is a rule that I always follow. And that one rule has saved me from drinking for over five years don't make same day decisions. So be committed to that. <laughs> My husband does still drink, but he drinks a lot less than he used to. He, he kind of followed suit about six months after I started this work and really cut back a lot, a lot. So he goes long periods of time without drinking, doesn't drink very much at all. Do you find that being around friends drinking was not fun that they were respective? They were probably disrespective and annoying. Yes. After a certain point, <laughs> I don't like to be around people who are drinking. So, you know, I usually tend to attend things earlier in the evening. Um, I don't like that picture of me dancing in a club for my 40th birthday. I don't really do that kind of stuff anymore. Um, now I will go to events where there is dancing and live music, but my ideal event is like when they're having like the DJ or the dance from like seven to nine. <laughs> and then like, it's time for bed. Um, so that took a while for me to get to, but like, eventually you just kind of like, you recognize like what is good for you and what's not. And I just only do things that I have fun doing and being around drunk people is not super fun for me. So I don't really do it for the past six years. My husband and I have had one to two bottles of wine a night. I started to examine my drinking on many levels. One was a retirement budget. I literally had a line item for wine. I thought I would never be able to retire as I wouldn't be able to afford wine. Could anybody relate to this? This is something that somebody wrote in and told me. They believed that they couldn't retire because they couldn't afford their wine. 
She wrote, I was tired, overweight, out of shape, and stressed like the rest of the world. I joined the program the week of Thanksgiving, made a drink plan for that day, and have had all the holidays since without alcohol, Christmas, New Year's, birthdays. Each week, my desire to drink is overshadowed by my desire to not drink. I am not overthinking it. The chatter is quieter, and the desire lives in the background. I'm where I wanted to be with my relationship with alcohol, which is occasionally having, having it. Alcohol-free weekends are my new favorite things. Even when I drink moderately, it was always on the weekends as my treat. When I removed the treat language to my wine, my weekends opened up. When I have an overdrink, I reevaluate it and move on. My monkey mind is no longer in control. My true self is. So I just want you guys to hear this. This is very important for you to hear, like, People who join the program, get my coaching, go on, do whatever, you know, maybe you don't want to work with me. Maybe I'm not the right coach with you, although I think I'm pretty great. <laughs> go do something after this is over to help yourself. But I just want you to recognize that you have thoughts like you're never going to be able to do something or you're never going to be able to have fun again, or your friends will never want to hang out with you. Okay. I want you to consider that you might be wrong about that. This person was wrong about her ability to retire because she wouldn't be able to afford her wine, right? Like, wouldn't that be amazing to find out that you were wrong about all the beliefs that you have around your relationship with alcohol? I was wrong about so many things and I'm so glad I was. So getting into our beliefs and our thoughts now. So we talked about urges, right? Allowing versus resisting. We talked about planning, being intentional, right? Don't make same way decisions around alcohol. And the third part of it is your mindset and your beliefs. These play such a big role into your ability to change how much you're drinking or not. Okay. Your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings drive your actions or your behavior. Okay. So we have to examine how you're thinking about stuff. This is getting to the root. Okay. Somebody asked like, well, how do you find the root? This is the root. <laughs> we have belief systems about what we think we're capable of, um, how we use alcohol, how we think it helps us, right? What we think about ourselves and our ability to change. And those thoughts and beliefs really drive the bus here. So we want to be, start getting aware of our thinking. So I want to recommend some new beliefs versus some old beliefs for you. So an old belief might be, I've tried this so many times before. Instead of thinking that, say, I don't want to stop believing in myself. That would be such a better way to think about it, right? You could think, I'm so sick of not following through. Like you might be thinking that right now. A new way to think that is, I understand behavioral change can be hard and there's nothing wrong with me. We're hardwired sometimes, right? And this, this stuff takes time. Another old thought could be, I don't want to bother anyone. I don't want to bother anymore. Right? We're sick of trying. And then a new thought could be, I'm just not going to give up. A new, an old thought could be, I just don't care. It's fine if I drink. A new thought would be, I actually do care about how much I'm drinking. And I don't want to do that. Old thought, I don't trust myself. New thought, I can learn to trust myself no matter what. Do you guys see the difference? The, the, the new belief system, the new way of thinking is going to drive more positive behavior. This old way of thinking is going to keep you stuck right where you are. If you keep believing these thoughts on the left, you will be exactly where you are right now in a year. 
But if you start thinking in this new way, like I won't give up, that that creates a feeling of determination or committed. And then you take action of not giving up, right? You keep moving forward. This is one example. Yes, that little devil on the shoulder can be so pervasive, right? That's why we don't make same day decisions to, to protect ourselves from that. So in uncovering our belief systems and our thoughts about drinking, you want to start writing down your thoughts, okay? So you write down your stream of thoughts in a journal. You want to uncover what you think about your drinking, why you like it. What do you say to yourself when you want to drink but didn't plan for it? What do you say to yourself when you have an overdrink? These are very important things to like start prompting you to get clear on what you're currently thinking and to help you start a writing practice. Writing helps get out those unconscious thoughts and beliefs that you have in your mind that are driving your behavior that you may not be aware of, okay? So you want to start doing that. If you're inside a live AF, you can do it on the blank side of your worksheet. (laughs) I give you the prompts to start writing about in the planning and the assessment worksheets, in your 30-day goal worksheets. You have this here. You can take your identity workshop class again. That All of those workshops that I teach will help is, is a way for you to like extract what you're unconsciously thinking about things so that you can fix it. So that you, you have a starting point and you can direct your mind in the direction that you want to go. If you're not willing to look at your thoughts, it's going to be a hard road. I would recommend 10 or 15 minutes a day developing a relationship with a pen and a paper. <laughs> And just like, if you're not good at journaling, it's okay. You just write down, I hate this. I don't know what I'm thinking. This is dumb. And then tomorrow you show up for five more minutes. What are you thinking? What happens? All of it. And you just start small and you can create a better relationship there with writing down and journaling your thoughts. The other thing about stopping over drinking is getting support. If you've been trying to do this on your own for anything longer than a year, it's time to get professional support. You don't need to waste any more time trying to do this on your own. Seriously. Like there's a lot of different options out there. I am one of them. Okay. And I'm going to tell you about how you can join the program in a minute, but like, I'm not the only option out there. There's all sorts of things that you can do, but I would really recognize how long you've been trying to figure this out. And if you're not where you want to be, consider getting some support. So get coaching, um, join a live AF or hire me as your private coach for the ultimate support. Find a therapist who specializes in alcohol overuse as an option. Join a group with like-minded people who are committed to figuring this out. Putting yourself in spaces that people around you are wanting to improve themselves and change things is very, very helpful. Staying in your old patterns with your old friends, not saying you should fire all your friends or anything like that or like not see them. But if they're doing the same behavior that you're doing and you don't want to be doing it anymore, you got to go find some people who are willing to change with you. Okay. I'm not saying give up your friends or anything, but it helps you achieve your goals faster if you do that. You want to start reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts. My podcast is called Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. I have over 250 episodes, I think. I've been, that podcast has been going for five years. I I record a new episode every week. Um, Fill your brain and your inputs with counter alcohol content. Um, You can follow Sober Accounts on Instagram. 
And I would also limit your media that includes alcohol. So for me, what I first did was like, I cleaned up my media environment. I unfollowed a lot of the wineries and things that I would follow or like the fancy restaurants that would highlight their drinks and stuff like that. I didn't want all of the inputs. I could control that, right? Um, Can't really control movies and things like that where I watch where people are drinking, but I could control my social media feed and what kind of inputs I was allowing to influence me. Social media influences people, you know, whether we think we realize it or not. Um, That would be a tip that would help you not be inundated with the messaging that you should be drinking. This is somebody that wrote in from a live AF. This program saved my life. The amount spent on it was absolutely nothing compared to the amount of money I was spending on being miserable. My husband said it was worth every penny. I'm happy every day that I found this program that I could tell it was different from other programs I'd seen and that I took the leap in faith and did it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then I'm going to read you another one. So I really want you to pay attention to me. This is very important. (laughs) And this person wanted me to share this message with you. Okay. She wrote in, last January, my husband was diagnosed with cancer and my drinking increased because I could not manage my feelings. I knew I needed help. It was shortly thereafter that you started a live AF in the subscription box. I joined them both in March and stuck with the program for seven months. I feel like I needed all of this time to figure it out and gain the confidence I could be successful on my on my own. I use the tools you teach every day and I've cut back my drinking 80%. Everything in my life is better. You have such a gift. And I don't want to forget Coach Steph. Coach Steph, why am I getting so emotional? Coach Steph is amazing. That's why. Coach Steph, you were there for me during a very dark and scary month when my husband was undergoing a surgery and then chemo and radiation. You gave me sound, caring, and doable advice. I did everything you both suggested as well as the group members and I got through it. I think it's important for people to realize that this program takes more than a month or two. I thought I would only need it for two or three months, but found that I really needed it for seven in order to really be confident that I could make it work my own. I had a few setbacks along the way, B minus work, but I learned from my mistakes doing the evaluations after an overdrink or drinking off plan was huge for me. I know we've never met, but I consider you one of my favorite people in the world. I'm so appreciative of you and your program. I jump on any workshops that you offer. So, wow, I was not expecting to cry (laughs) reading that. But I just want you to see that what's possible if you stay and you stay committed. Even when somebody's just writing, Myra, you're falling slowly back is a good wake-up call for me. That's normal. We're going to have setbacks. This is a progress, not perfection journey. And I want you to give yourself the time that you deserve to figure it out. Okay. It's not a quick fix. It's not. You have to be willing to do the work, evaluate your life, right? Let the triggers, let the unexpected circumstances come in, the stress, all of that in your regular life and use your regular life as a way to fix this. You know, a lot of times like people talk about going into inpatient treatment and stuff like that. That can be really helpful if you need to get off alcohol and like safely get off alcohol, get the support you need without having the inputs of your regular life. And then you come back, but you still have to learn how to deal with your regular life and not drink or stop over drinking, right? With a live AF, you can learn how to do this when your regular life is happening. Nobody's life is perfect. Everybody has shit going on. It's stressful, unexpected events, all the things. And so this program is set up for you to learn how to do your life 
with these tools and to drink less. So it says, I had so many setbacks and up and downs. When I started working with Angela, it's not meant to be a perfect journey. It will never be a perfect journey. B minus work all the way. I love you, Coach Steph. <laughs> well, that was the masterclass. <laughs> Stop over drinking. So just to recap everything, I taught you why we overdrink. Okay. It's in making decisions that are in response to how we feel or don't want to feel or wish we felt. Why it's hard to stop. A lot of it has to do with our culture, how we believe in ourselves, not having the right support in place. We talked about allowing urges versus resisting. We want to open up and allow and breathe through and focus on our body and our breath. We want to plan at least 24 hours in advance. We don't want to make same day decisions with alcohol. If you're in a live AF or you're a private client, I recommend you plan a week in advance using our worksheets. You want to definitely work on your thoughts and establish a regular writing pattern where you're excavating those thoughts out of your mind so you can see what those unconscious beliefs and thoughts are so that you can shift your direction. Okay. And then of course, get support. And so now I'm going to go into the details of the um, Alive AF coaching program. So Alive AF, if you don't know, is as fuck or alcohol free, whatever, whatever feels right for you in your mind to call it Alive AF. Um, I have a customized support box that is like a kit to help you get into action towards your goals to stop over drinking and start living. So each box includes a journal, a self-help book, a personal care item, a really awesome bougie sort of rare non-alcoholic beverage, tea and more. And they're all hand-selected. They're all products that I love and use. All of the books I have read and found really helpful in my own journey in self-awareness and, and drinking less. So that's the Alive AF box. And then we also have the Alive AF coaching membership, which are virtual monthly membership to help you drink less and feel more alive. There's life coaching, there's community education and, and opportunities to apply everything that I teach, not just be a listener or a learner, but actually you're applying what I'm teaching you inside the program. So this is the box. It's so beautiful. Um, and that's what is included in this box that I'm promoting right now. And also inside the box is this little instruction um, sheet that tells you how to use the box items and then a little note and a video from me as well. And for right now, uh, the regular cost is for the subscription. I There's a subscription that you can sign up to if you want to. But right now I'm doing a one-time trial box just to see if this is something that you like. And it's $89 plus tax and shipping. And this is just available for Wine Free Workweek participants. So if you don't have the box yet, or if you're not in the subscription, this is a great opportunity to try it out and see if you like it. It's discreetly delivered to your door, just like this picture in the bottom left with just your shipping label and a live AF on it. There's no description of it. Stop over drinking support kit or anything like that. Um, it's beautifully packaged and customly made to help you have the tools on hand to remind you of your goals around drinking less alcohol. Yes, and those boxes are lovingly packaged by Coach Steph and I. She comes down to my house in North Carolina and we have a big old production for a few days. And we have a lot of fun doing it. Coach Chef, can you actually drop the um, link for the trial box in the chat for everybody? I love this box. I love creating this box. 
I get asked all the time, like, what do you drink? What do you read? What do you do? And so I'm like, you know what? I just need to sell this thing <laughs> and like help people. This is everything I use. The skincare products. This one has beauty counter in it. There's either a skincare product or a little sample of makeup. I use beauty counter product on my skin. I, it'll help you establish new self-care routines. There's a candle in there. Um, light that candle, brew your tea, read your book, help yourself have a little system, a new ritual instead of sitting in front of the TV and drinking your wine at night. Thank you. You love receiving the box, Joni. I'm so glad. Okay. So now I'm going to talk about the Live AF coaching membership. So when you join the Live AF coaching membership, you can join it right now. And thank you for many of you that have joined since Wine Free Work Week. And if you're already a member of Live AF, keep going. <laughs> um, when you join, you get immediate access. So you sign up, you pay, you get a, a welcome email from me right away that gives you access to the program, which is a self-paced virtual course that provides the, provides the foundations to begin or continue your journey to stop over drinking and start living. Um, so there's a course that you take through there that's self-guided with uh, where all the worksheets and the um, goal worksheets and videos and things are in there. Um, you get live coaching, you get the workshops, and you get the community. So um, you get two live calls held over Zoom each month. Um, one of them is a coaching call. We just had one yesterday. But that's basically your opportunity to get individualized coaching on your specific issue with drinking. So I bring you on as an attendee for Zoom, and I'm coaching you on your specific issue. And then when I'm done with you, I put you back in as some an observer, and then I bring on the next person who wants coaching, and I coach them. And we get to as many people as we can during our call. Usually, they're about an hour, hour and 30 minutes. And there's never been a problem for me to coach anybody who volunteers. So don't worry about how many people and all that. Like we get to everybody who volunteers. You can re reserve a spot ahead of time. We send an email out the day before that says submit for coaching. You push a button, you write in your name, what you want coaching on, and then I'll call on you during our coaching calls. And then we also have workshops that I teach every month. So coming up, we have this in November, we have trying new things and learning how to have fun without alcohol. In December, we have how to not overdrink during the holidays workshop. January is creating a new goal plus dry January support. Throughout the membership, we support things like sober October challenges, dry July, dry January. It's not required, but it's fun to kind of challenge people to do a 30-day break if that's something they're interested in with support. Um, and then February is a really good one. It's radical self-love. So that's our workshop. And then Throughout the month inside the membership, you get prompts and and tips to help you start applying what I'm teaching you inside those workshops. We get the private closed Facebook community. So it's similar to the Wine Free Work Week Facebook, but there's not as many people in there. So if you need coaching, you ask for coaching. We give you written coaching support, and that's unlimited. You can write and post as much as you want and get the support from Coach Steph and I. And then everything is recorded and uploaded into a member portal um, that you can access from anywhere. And usually we have those recordings within 24 hours of the live class or the call. So most of the calls are held on Sundays, um, unless it's a holiday or something like that. It might be on a Monday, but I try to do like late uh, morning Sunday, Eastern time or early afternoon Sunday, Eastern time. So like a 10 a.m. or like a 3 or 4 p.m. and we rotate just to accommodate for everybody's time zones and work schedules and whatnot. 
You love your tea and honey at the end of the night. Me too, coach stuff. <laughs> so this is what it looks like on the back end. I think I went through this a little bit during Wine Free Work Week, but this is what the portal looks like. Um, all of the courses and the videos are on the left. Coaching call replays are posted. Um, all of the workshops. Once you join, you have access to all of the past workshops that I've done since the start of this program in March as well. So there's a really good resource library there. And then our private Facebook group. Um, it's a monthly membership. However, I recommend you commit to a full year to give yourself plenty of time to explore and change your relationship with alcohol. Be committed to staying until you reach your goals around alcohol. So to join, it's $197 and then $97 a month for as long as you are an active member. And if I ever raise the rates, your rate won't be raised. You'll be locked into this $97 a month for as long as you stay a member. So you can buy them together or separate. And I'm enrolling right now. Um, so you can have those links. Coach Chef already posted the box one. But Coach Chef, can you put in... Um, uh, the membership link, angelamasenic.com forward slash alive AF. That's the site that you sign up for that kind of lists everything that you get, just like I just shared with you. Um, it is very mobile friendly. So like I've logged into the portal on my phone and like it's super easy to navigate. Um, plus the Facebook group can be on your phone. So you can join the live Zooms from your phone. You can watch the replays from your phone. A lot of times people like plug in a replay of something and then just go out for a walk or whatever while they're cooking or something like that. Um, super mobile friendly. So you don't need to have like a big screen or anything like that. You're also doing OBS. Do you recommend taking this on at the same time? It just depends. Amanda, do you think that you need extra support around changing your relationship with alcohol? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I think you should join. Yeah. It's, I'm in no BS as well. And I think there's a lot of information in there. This, my program is pretty simple. So we've got the two live calls a month. You've got the self-guided course. And I think you can get really far with that. If you just, sometimes it might feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. And that's exactly what it needs to feel like because we want to make habits, <laughs> right? So we want to be willing to like, do the same things on repeat the worksheets and stuff. So I think it's a great supplement to it um, if you want to do both. And I don't think it would get in the way of it or counter, you know, it's not going to be like different advice or anything like that. You did answer your own question, so join. <laughs> no BS is a weight loss program that um, I actually have taught a uh, mindful drinking class inside. Um, but it's very much focused on weight loss. We do talk about weight loss in my program as well, um, but it's not the main focus. In our worksheets that we have, there is in the 24-hour planning and evaluation worksheet, we do have a place to plan food. And a lot of times people come in and they both want to lose weight and step over drinking. Um, so you can do both with that one worksheet and I can coach you on weight loss. I'm a certified weight loss coach as well. I've lost a shit ton of weight doing the same same strategies and tactics to stop over drinking too. Oh, thank you, Melanie. Hi. Angela's amazing and her work is life-changing. Thank you. You are too. And then just some wins. I want to, again, kind of 
show you what's possible with this. So my celebration is that I processed some serious shit this week without my mind spinning crazily out of control. I journaled, got coaching, went out for walks, talked to some good friends, allowed myself to cry without judgment and other things that I'm not thinking of right now. Oh yeah, I did not drink. So inside the membership, we encourage you guys to celebrate your wins. And it could just be like, I went to one dinner and didn't drink, or I went to one dinner and only had one glass of wine. Like that's a big deal. So we, part of the culture of it is like, we're really trying to lift you guys up and celebrate those wins along the way so that you're motivated to keep doing them. Your approach and methods took me from 10 years of daily bottles of wine to over 200 alcohol-free days in 2022 and successfully moderating on my pre-planned social occasions. Thank you, Angela and team SODSL. Yay. SODSL means stop over drinking and start living. That's just my brand. This is another one. My celebration is that I stuck to my drink plan. I feel like I worked through a lot of stuff and did a lot of mental work this week. I listened to suggested podcasts from Angela and actually did the work she suggested, not just listened and nodded. And it felt empowering. I have drinks on my plan for tomorrow and I'm ready to stop at my planned amount and journal my thoughts as I pour my final planned drink. I have really found myself practicing what a person who doesn't overdrink would do and maneuvering my new alcohol identity. I even have a mantra. What would Angela do? <laughs> Thank you, Angela. I love it. Yes, model me. So like when I was doing this work for my own relationship with alcohol, I would be like, thinking about drinks, right? I'd be like, oh, it'd be fun to have a margarita right now during the middle of the day. And I would be like, hmm, what would somebody who doesn't over drink think right now? And it would literally be anything but that. So I would be like, oh, what's the weather outside doing? Oh, do I need to clean the kitchen? Like I would just redirect my mind to something else instead of engaging with that thought. So use me when you're when you're doing this and you have those thoughts pop in. Another celebration. This is also not like me. I definitely don't like to brag. We all need to start bragging more. Okay. It's okay. We need to highlight ourselves, but I have to share this win. This morning at the gym, I was able to do something I've not done before, either because I was afraid to try, or I just didn't think I could do it. I did not just jump one box jump, but 10 and twice. I always watch others doing this and just figured I couldn't do that. I don't think it's a coincidence. I've also been alcohol free for 10 days and feel great. After the first few days of feeling lousy, I had still been going to the gym when I was drinking, but I never pushed myself or thought I could do anything hard. Today was a big day for me. Thank you, Angela Masenek and everyone in this group. The support here means the world to me. I ordered the subscription box to celebrate. Thank you. So like, I just, this is one that just kind of like this work rolls over into the other part of your life. Like if you have thoughts, like, I don't think I can do that. And you recognize that that's a thought that you could change around alcohol. It opens up you trying other new things in your life too. It's super fun. And then one more, I'm really jamming with this thought that my identity on Friday evenings has nothing to do with alcohol. I'm the chill girl who gets to a much deeper state of relaxation on Fridays because there's so much less pressure. I'm really enjoying thinking about how great in the morning is going to be. I look forward to going home, stretching, taking my bath, washing my face, reading my books and doing whatever else I want until the time to make my nighttime tea. Bed is going to feel heavenly tonight. I love that. All right, friends, here's the link again. Maybe Coach Chef could put both of those in the chat. So you guys have those. And get your box. Join a live AF. And now I can come back and answer any questions you have. Let's get all set up over here again.
What questions can I ask for you guys? Does does everything I taught you in the class make sense? Urges, planning, being intentional, getting support. Those are the main components of sapping over drinking. And so I'm happy to answer any more questions you guys have about what's next, what to do going forward, have any obstacles that you feel stuck on, anything like that. So much sense. Yay. Oh, I'm so glad, Amanda. Yes, Barbara, the cost is $197. So if you join right now, you'll pay $197. And then in 30 days from now, your card will be charged $97 until you quit, until you cancel. Yeah. Makes great sense. I have not felt this good in a very long time. Yay. I'm so glad. You all can do this. Seriously. So I would decide what you want to do. Um, as far as the membership and things in a, in a shorter amount of time, like within the next week, if you want to think about it, it's fine. I mean, I would just join if you've had a good chance, a good uh, experience with me in the last week, like you don't need to wait, just keep going, keep getting the support that you need, keep doing what's working. Right. Um, but if you want to think about it, that's fine too. But just let me know if you have any other questions. You're welcome. Yes, look for the glimmers, not the triggers that urge me to drink. Love it. Do I have a grief class? I don't have a grief class specifically on grief, but I have a podcast that I've done on grief. And inside the coaching membership, we have a workshop on feelings. And we actually do talk about grief there. So grief is a is a feeling, right? But it's not one specific on grief. But you can get coaching on, on grief and how to deal with that during the coaching calls. You can get written support on it. Um, Coach Chef, do you think that you could find the one on grief and put it in the chat? Sarah, I was hesitant to join, but decided I couldn't not join. So many great nuggets and reminders that came from WFWW and Angela's podcast, which I started from episode one last week and listen every day, catching up on five years. Yay. Uh, we, we have endless amounts of resources right? The podcast is a great resource, the live AF workshops. Um, it's just really nice to, if you're struggling, to be able to log into something and find a resource that is applicable for you in that moment. You know, there's just so much that you can have access to. You just have to remember, <laughs> right? Like when you're struggling, be like, oh yeah, there's this thing that I signed up for. Let me go access it right now or get support. Yeah. Thank you, Coach Steph. So, um, Donna, this link that Coach Steph just put in here, click on it. That'll open up a separate window, and that's the grief podcast. Did anybody do the math on how much they're drinking while we were talking? You're very welcome, Laura. Ooh, you're enjoying the podcast, Stacey, about people pleasing. Yes. <laughs> you did the math, not ready to share. Well. We're all an open book in here, that's for sure, with no judgments. But yeah, I think it's important whether you want to share it or not to do the math. I decided to be honest with a doctor appointment. Cher was drinking 35 drinks per week. She was very surprised. I guess most people are not honest. They're not. And I don't think that number is actually that high. I know. Coach Steph, how many drinks were you drinking per per week? Yes, the replays are available for the Wine Free Workweek, Barbara. So um, 
If you're in a live AF, we are posting all of the Wine Free Work Weeks in the bonus section of a live AF after this class is over. So by later this afternoon, all of that should be in there. And I'm going to keep those in there for until I do another Wine Free Work Week. Okay. So they're not going anywhere. If you don't join a live AF, the replay page, it will be up for another 12 days. So that will come down in like a week or so. And Steph, could you post the replay page now so they can have it? We will also email all of this out too. But if you didn't get it in your emails before this, we'll put the link in here and then click on it and open it up. Yes, Coach Steph said 50 to 75 drinks a week. Wine and martinis. Kim, you're using Sunnyside. Yeah, I actually tried that um, just to see what that was like because people were talking about it. Um, as you log your drinks every day, you're excited to see how much you can reduce in 2024. Yeah, I think that anything you can do to track alcohol, it would be great, you know, and then if you need this coaching and the support and do the deeper dives of the underlying reasons to why this membership is a great uh, like supplement or the Sunnyside would be a great supplement to the Alive AF program. Yeah, to get the accountability and whatnot. Yes, the drinking started to affect your health. That was huge, being honest. Yeah. Nobody tells their doctors the truth, you know? And then, but the thing is, it's like the doctors are just like, well, you know, you should just really cut back. Like they're not going to sit with you and like get into it, right? <laughs> they don't have time for that. And they're not really trained with that. They might recommend you go to AA or something and just like, they're not there to help support you and like really figure it out. Um, unfortunately it's just not, they're not set up to do that. So that's why having an additional support outside of that would be great. All right, friends, does anybody have any final questions? We can wrap it up. Um, like we said, the replay will be up soonish and I can't wait to welcome you. Oh, the one thing I was, I promised you all, if you had signed up before Saturday night, that I would send out the feelings workbook. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> Sorry about that. The weekend got ahead of me. So I'm going to do that today, though. So even if you didn't sign up by Saturday, if you sign up by the end of the day today, you're going to get that feelings workbook, which is the bonus. It's a 30 page month workbook that helps you get aware of your feelings, how to identify your feelings, recognize your feelings and interrupt the behaviors that typically follow when you feel that way. So I've extended that until the end of the day today. You're welcome. Oh, you're going to tell your doctor about me? Yay. All right, friends. Any last questions, comments, concerns? Does anybody have any objections that I can help you with? Like, I can't do it. I don't think it'll work. Like, I want you to be open and honest, you know, about what's next for you. So now's your chance to get those questions answered. Or if you don't want to share right now publicly, you can email me. Hello at AngelaMasenic.com. Are you doing the same monthly topics for this year? I will probably change the monthly topics. I think they'll probably keep a few of them the same because they're just so good, but I'm going to change them up a little bit after I get through the first year. Mm, I'm honestly holding off because I'm worried about myself with the holidays. Ugh, I know I shouldn't think that way. Well, thank you for being honest, Kim. Seriously, that helps so much. The the fear is like you don't want to fail during the holidays and you don't want to pay for a membership to help you stop over drinking if you're just going to be failing through the holidays. Is that kind of where your mind is right now? 
because in the membership, I'm going to be teaching you a class in December called How to Enjoy the Holidays Without Overdrinking. And I can help you get to a place before the holidays are upon us, which I know they're just right around the corner, that you wouldn't have to worry about that so much. And remember, this is a progress, not perfection journey. And, you know, wouldn't it be great to like go to the holidays? And even if you just drink 50% less, that would be a huge win. Between family and work, it's so hard. I understand that. But like, there's always something, right? Every time of year, we've got summertime, we've got spring breaks, we've got all the things. There's always going to be something. Your brain just thinks it's going to be hard. Okay. Your brain thinks it's going to be hard during the holidays and that you're going to fail and it's too much. That's all that's happening right now. So just observe yourself kind of worst case scenario thinking that it's pulling information from your past. And it's kind of like compute, compute, compute. What is my outcome going to be in the future? And what life coaching can help you do is not rely on all of the information from the past to decide how you move forward for the future. It's not like we want to ignore the past so much, but it's like, okay, could I just take this week by week and keep my goals really close for me? And trust that this will be a progress, not perfection journey. And that even if I only reduce 50%, it's going to be a huge win. And I'm going to learn about myself so much in the process. During the holidays, we coach so much around how to say no to things that don't support you, right? How to say no to things during the holidays um, that we don't need to be doing, have boundaries and say yes to things that feel good for us. And then when we start doing that stuff, we're going to drink less because we're not going to be so resentful and angry. So I think you should do it. I think you should jump off the ledge and do it. <laughs> don't let your brain tell you something's going to be hard. You don't even know yet. What if it was amazing? What if it was a lot easier than you think it will be? What if you're wrong about that? This, th this work takes maybe 15, 20 minutes a day. And then we have two live calls a month and it's all recorded. It's not a big time commitment. You're already spending that much time over drinking and then beating yourself up about it. So yeah, Sarah, I joined because this time of year is so alcohol driven. I want to change relationship with it before all the things. Yeah. Stephanie, honestly, I've been full liver kidney failure twice in the past seven years. Doctors never suggested a program. Just I should cut back. I've tried every program you can imagine with you. I've gone seven plus days alcohol free. I didn't believe it was possible. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are so welcome, Stephanie. I'm so glad you're here. Yes. Oh my God. I just got the chills, Joni. I noticed that some of Angela's greatest success stories joined in October through December. Yeah, it's true. They joined. I always do wine free work week in the fall. And a lot of people join after that and then go on to like slay their goals and change everything. Thank you for noticing that. I'm anticipating a more joyous holiday season without the over drinking. Yeah. It is so much more fun. Imagine your holidays, not over drinking. You're still go do the things. You're still going to be annoyed and be frustrated about family members and all the things that you're going to have going on, but not needing to drink to deal with that. And maybe having some boundaries with all the things that you're saying yes to and focusing on yourself instead of everybody else in the world, right? Not saying you're not focusing on those people, but you're giving yourself equal time that you give everybody else. 
and you feel better and you have more energy and you're more present with the people that you love and care about during the holidays and you're waking up feeling good and you're not overeating and all the shit, right? And you leave that holiday season like ready to start the new year instead of like needing to restrict and diet and do something crazy because you've totally binged through the holiday season. That's what's available to you inside the Alive AF if you join now. You don't need to like go through that. I'll put it all off and then binge, 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 and then start January 1st. I need to like cut out everything in my life because I've been so off track during the past three months. I mean, I'm alone for the holiday. That's going to be tough. It's a sad time for me. Yeah. So like just recognizing that you might be sad. It's okay. How can you be sad without over drinking? That's, that's what you do inside the program. You learn how to be with your feelings and not make them a problem. I'm sure you're not only going to be sad. You might have some moments of sadness, but it's not the only emotion that you're going to experience, right? And it may not be as hard as you think if you start working and, and applying all the tools. Right, Laura, I'll be traveling with your teen son, visiting parents, spending time with college people. I want to remember all of those special times clear headed, which I won't do if I drink too much. Yeah. What else? Great questions. Great. Share how you're thinking about this so we can help you. Right. Okay. Let's see what's going on over here. Okay. Yes, Joni, after losing my mom in December a couple of years ago, the tools here helped me through the holiday sadness. Yeah. And we got to allow for our feelings. You know, it's normal to be sad if somebody is missing in the holidays, you know, or if you're alone or if you're not seeing your kids when you want to, all of that. Where can we read about what to do if you overdrink? So inside my Alive AF coaching program, there's a workshop that I led called how to stop at your planned amount. I talk about it there. And then we also have a video inside the course on what to do if you overdrink and don't stick to your planned amount. Um, but in the wine free work week challenge, there was a Facebook post that I posted there that was called the evaluation. Basically it's three questions. What, what went well, you want to ask yourself and write this down. What went well, what didn't go well, and what can I do differently next time? Answer those three questions and on pen on paper. And you that's called an evaluation. So that's what you want to do if you have an overdrink um, or an unplanned drink. And then, of course, managing your mind, not being hard on yourself. Like there's a lot more to it, but that's the quick and dirty inside the Wine Free Work Week Challenge. You're welcome. I think that the Alive AF is great too. So like if you do have an overdrink, you can post in the Facebook group right away, you know, like the next day, not while you're drinking, but the next day and say, this is what happened. This is what my trigger was. This is what was going on. This is what I think was happening. I need some coaching here. And then we can come in and support you and ask you further questions and help you get more awareness and clarity on that. And then give you a guidance on what to do differently next time. And that is unlimited. You know, that's really where the where the the benefit of the membership is, is getting support when things aren't going great. Or if you are stressed out about the holidays or there's some life situation that's happening that, you know, that that's one where you normally drink from coming in and getting support um, very quickly is super, super beneficial. Yay, Kim. So excited. 
You're going to love it. You're going to be 47 next month. I'm going to join that way I can live that year and beyond. Yes. 47 is the best year. I, that's what I think about my year of 40. So like rewinding before I found life coaching. So like, and when I was turning 39, I had a lot of big changes. So I quit my job. I worked in advertising and marketing healthcare agency. I quit my job. I started a lifestyle blog <laughs> and I was going to make money online somehow. And so, but I didn't, wasn't making any money at all after I quit. And I was really diving into my health and looking at stuff. And I told myself, I need to start working now so that 40 is the best year of my life. And so about halfway through my 39th year is when I, all these kind of changes were happening. And then of course, as the universe does, I learned about life coaching and about feelings. And I started working on um, the alcohol and the weight loss. And then January of my 40th year, I went all in. And by that's when I stopped drinking, um, got my life coach certification, started my business, started trap. Like it was remarkable. But that one thought, I'm going to make 40 of the best year yet, like, like made all that happen. That's how powerful our thinking is. Isn't that cool? I want my 50s to be amazing. Yes, we got to get going on that now. <laughs> Ooh, you're turning 45 and want the second half of my 40s to be the best. Yes, Kim, 45 and alive. You're so excited. Yeah, Coach Chef is an awesome example of living her best life in her 50s. Yeah, it's never too late, y'all. It's never too late to start this stuff. Well, I am so excited. I feel like you guys are excited about this work. Uh, I can't wait to coach you inside of Live AF and, you know, think about it. If you've been thinking and struggling about it for a long time, you've never had a coach or joined a program like this, just do it. It's it's really a, a very low cost, no risk situation. You're spending that much, if not more on alcohol. Um, you'll save money. <laughs> you'll feel better. Um, as long as you're, you know, stay committed to doing the work and show up for it. And if you're not doing it, Hey guys, like I'm struggling. I'm, I've not been doing the work. Help me get back on track. That's why we're here. Okay. I may be the oldest at 65, but it's only a number and this will be my best year yet. Thanks for Steph and Angela. Yay. Yay. And get your box. So let that be like, this is the gift to myself. Get your box, join the membership and come in inside. Okay. All right, friends, I'm going to sign off. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I This has been the best wine-free work week that I've ever hosted. I've been doing it for three years. So I've loved the energy of your group. I love your, your willingness to share and to show up. I've had a lot of fun with it. And I can't wait to continue the party inside of Live AF. And Coach Chef agrees with me. She's like, this group has been super fun. So yay. You're very, very welcome. I love you all. I want you to check out AngelaMasonic.com forward slash Alive AF. You know what it's like to have a desire to cut back on your drinking, right? You start to read books, listen to podcasts, try things, but you might not be able to yet put all the pieces and suggestions together in a way that actually makes sense and works for you. You might struggle with beating yourself up after an overdrink. You might get frustrated with yourself when you take two steps forward and then another two steps back and get overwhelmed with what's right and wrong about your relationship with alcohol. Your friends tell you that you should be able to have just one drink and it isn't a big deal. 
You might be white knuckling through urges and resisting instead of peacefully processing them. And you might struggle with your identity as someone who has enjoyed having a lot of wine or alcohol in your life. It's around you all the time. It's what you do and who you are. Well, after five years of successfully coaching hundreds of women through these struggles, I have created the Alive AF membership where women like you can learn the basics on what it takes to cut back and reach your goals with alcohol, whether it is to just drink less or totally quit. And when you join, you will get the exact framework I used to change my own relationship with alcohol and still use today that has led me to be alcohol free for over five years. You're going to get access to my resources, videos, and worksheets that have been proven to change and reduce how much you drink. Every day you can ask questions, share your obstacles, and get coaching and direct support on the challenges you will face with love and no judgment. Also, you will get immediate access to workshops like uncovering your alcohol identity and changing it, how to say no to things that don't support your new identity or life or goals, aka boundaries. (laughs) a workshop called Creating Emotional Agency, and another one, How to Manage Your Mind to Succeed at Your Goals and More. Every month we have a brand new workshop. These workshops are filled with step-by-step prompts and instruction to help you create the exact relationship with alcohol that is best for you. My mission and vision for Alive AF is to be a hub of support and resources for women to come and learn how to do what is best for them and becoming more alive in the process. When you join, you're gonna learn how to take care of yourself better, how to feel good and become more alive and go after the life that you really want. I want this membership to be affordable and an easy solution where you can get all the help you need in one simple place whenever you need it. So no need to go read another book, find a new podcast, attend a free webinar, or go down the path of piecemealing it all together. Join Alive AF and have it all there in one place for you anytime you need it. So go to angelamasenic.com forward slash Alive AF and enrollment is open right now. See you inside. Didn't we